season two of the JKR podcast powered by Black Cobra Sports. My name is Jay Shrigland and I'm the host. Let's dig into today's episode after a word from our sponsor. Today's episode sponsor is Mind Baseball, located in Dallas, Texas. Their bats are made from 100% European beech wood, which allows for more density, which then leads to more power. I mean, who doesn't want more power? We all know chicks dig the long ball. Multiple studies prove that beech outperforms maple, birch, and ash that you're probably used to swinging. Beech wood straight grains mean for less breaks, and mine baseball exceeds the MLB regulations in that category. Are you also frustrated with seeing the dried paint spots on your barrel? Mine Baseball uses a family secret technique that leaves a perfect finish every time. If you set their bat next to another brand, you will make sure that you see the difference. Lastly, they also use a built-in grip to reduce vibrations. It is the same technology that is used to reduce recoil in rifles. Make sure to check them out. Go find them on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Um, on Instagram, their username is at mine, M-I-N-E, baseball. Check them out, but let's dig into today's episode. And welcome back to the JKR Podcast. Today we begin our carry breakdown presented by Bayou City Baseball Company as we spotlight the Indiana Bulls Black 17U team with left-handed pitcher Braden Thomas, outfielder Jace Lee, and left-handed pitcher Caden McCoy. Guys, pumped to have you guys on the show again. Obviously, you guys have already been on the show for your one-on-one interview, so pumped to get this rolling again with you guys. Uh, but, you know, how are you guys doing today? Doing good, how are you? I'm doing really good. Hey, doing good. Thank you for having us, Jace. Awesome. Awesome, guys. You know, again, thanks for coming on the show. I know you guys are busy in the summer training, going to games. I'm sure you guys are traveling quite a bit. But, again, first question I like to ask everybody that gets on the J-Care podcast, and I've already probably already asked you guys this before, but for those who don't know you, how would you introduce yourself? Who exactly is Braden Thomas? Who exactly is Jace Lee? Who exactly is Caden McCoy? We'll kind of go ahead and start with that order so you guys can just kind of, you know, dig into that. Yeah, I would say uh, Brayden Thomas is a fun, uh, fun-loving guy. Um, loves to play baseball. Loves God. Um, does everything that he can for God. Um, puts God, God first, and then family and friends. And I just love hanging out with my friends and playing baseball. Um, I would say that uh, I'm a, I'm an exciting player to watch. Um, at my best, I have the potential to be like a five-two player. Um. I keep my family, I keep school, and I keep God at the, um, at the center of my life. Um, and that's just what drives me to keep doing what I love every day. I'd say I'm going to try and be the hard, hardest working cat I can be and try to make myself the best player while also keeping my family, my faith, and all my friends kind of above all that, but still trying to do everything I can for baseball. Okay, awesome. So let's go ahead and dig right into the carry breakdown. You know, overarching question here for you guys Take us through the experience at Cary, what the atmosphere was like. You know, I'm down here right now here with the, you know, Canes Midwest 16U group, but, you know, it's been a cool experience here so far for me. So I'm sure you guys had a great experience last week as well. You know, kind of take us through, you know, what that experience was like and what the atmosphere was like last week for the 17U uh, tournament. Yeah, the um, the elect- electricity there was just, like, different. Like, the fields, absolutely amazing, beautiful fields, um, well taken care of. Uh Everything is very neat. 
um, proper. Um, games are on time, everything like that. So um, the energy is just through the roof when you're there. Um, everyone comes to watch you play. Um, so it was a great, great experience. Um, the way I would describe Kerry, I would just describe it as like a pro environment. Everything was ran smooth. Um, the games, uh, the competition was uh, some of the best competition I've ever seen in my life, honestly, like the pitching. So I just feel like it's a it's a good place to um, to make a name for yourself if you perform. Yeah, it was a crazy place to play just because I've never been into a area like that. And then, like Brandon said, it was electric. And I really think it was because every single team there was having kids. And every single game we faced, we were seeing 90-plus. So, I mean, that kind of sets a tone for everything else, I feel like. Yeah. So, Jace, you kind of mentioned there that it's kind of a pro environment there down there in Cary. Um, you know, this week, you know, being here with the 16s, I'm seeing draft advisors all over, seeing a little bit of, you know, area scouts as well. With you guys being a year older, I'm sure it's even more people there watching the 17U group. For you guys, you know, knowing that there's so many people here watching you guys in Cary, how did you guys kind of block that out and kind of still focus on the game of baseball, still, fo- you know, for Braden and Caden, getting guys out for Jace, you know, you know, going up there and you know, getting hits? Um, how'd you guys kind of, you know, block that type of stuff out and still just focus on, you know, the game of baseball? I mean, I really don't think there's, you can't put too much pressure on yourself. There's just two more or just another set of eyes watching you. Um, and honestly, I mean, if if you're not playing, if, if you don't want to be there, then that's on you. I mean, you go there and that's what you live for um, to play in those kind of environments. So that's when you really have to shine and it's fun. So that's why you do it. Um, I feel like uh, just playing the game, um, calm and even killed and not get too high, not get too lows on uh, maybe a good at bat, maybe a bad at bat, somebody beat you. I feel like just staying even killed and um, just remembering that it's still baseball and it's still just a game is something that, uh, that, that'll that keep you level-headed in, in a pro environment and in a really competitive environment like Carrius. I was thinking kind of like how Brayton's just like keep calm with it. It's just a game like, you got a lot of people there watching. It's kind of like you've been – most of us for the Bulls have been in that situation with the recruiting stuff, having people watching. So I kind of just tried to treat it the same as, as I did when I was doing my recruiting thing, just like they're here watching and I'll come out and play my game. Okay. So I, as I was scrolling through social media last week, I kept seeing those, you know, brand-new Indiana Bulls jerseys with the USA flag on it. You know, those are pretty some pretty cool jerseys there. What, what were your guys' thoughts on those new unis the Bulls pulled out last week? Yeah, so I actually love pitch, pitching in those, like, T-shirts. Um, so I did get the start, and I got the first game, and I said we're rocking the all-black with the with the USA um, Bulls across the across the chest, and then it had the um, North Carolina stitching on the on the arm sleeve. So it was very, very cool um, just representing the Bulls and USA. So, um, I definitely think the, the USA jerseys, uh, kind of made us feel more a part um, of the whole Cary, North Carolina thing. Um, having a, a alternate jersey that that has some some stars and stripes on it. Um, I feel like that was just a a good thing for us going down there. No, I like kind of brain said those are probably my favorite jerseys because they're just simple and clean, and especially with the hat that we got with them, the camo hat with the stars and stripes Bulls logo. I think I love those hats.
Yeah, I saw, I think it was, you know, this past offseason, I saw the Indiana Bulls logo with the Stars and Stripes. I was like, man, that is that is one badass logo. I'm going to have to start incorporating that into the uh, to the podcast. But let's go ahead. Let's start go, you know, going through game by game. Obviously, Braden, you said you pitched their game one, you know, kind of for Braden, kind of take us through what that game was looking like for you up there on the mound. Some of the hitters you were facing, what the scouting report was going in. You know, Jace, for you, take us through that game through your eyes as well. A couple of your ABs, maybe playing some defense, what that was looking like. And then, Caden, obviously, you're resting there day one, prep. prep preparing for pitching day two against alpha prime for you to take us through you, maybe what your preparation was for that next day, what the energy was in the dugout. You know, so I know there's, you know, three separate questions there for you guys, but let's go ahead and kind of stick, you know, with that same order to, to go through these games. Right, right, right. So um, I'll take you through, um, I'll take you through kind of like the day before and then also the game of while I'm pitching. So um, we obviously going down to Carolina or North Carolina, it's like 10 hour drive. So we leave at seven, eight o'clock in the morning. It's ten hour drive. Get there seven, eight, nine o'clock at night. Um, you're really tight. Uh, long car ride. So, uh, I went ahead and stretched at the hotel. Um, got the body moving. Um, ate a good dinner, and then uh, went to bed pretty early. Um, got up in the morning because we had an early game. I think ten o'clock, eight o'clock. Um, one of those, or yeah, I think that. And then um, uh, just um, really just. I don't know, get my energy drink in, um, stretch, stretch, uh, feel good, get in the bullpen, um, feel good, get loose, throw the ball hard, uh, make sure all the pitches are working, and then it's game time. And um, so I think we played Pat, or I think Power was the name of it. Uh, they're from Florida, and they were a very good team. Um, they just put the bat on the ball all the time. Um, so I went three and two-thirds innings before getting pulled. Um, I think I gave up two earned runs, had six strikeouts. And um, so it wasn't it wasn't a bad day. Just didn't have my best stuff. Um, also, got be, I got behind a lot of hitters way too early, um, which was made it hard on me all day. So if I was to go back and play power again, um, I would say getting ahead in the count is very big for me. Also, just um, trusting the slider and trusting the fastball as I've been working on my fastball a lot because I've been cutting the ball. So uh, it's been a tick down, tick down of ELO, 90-92. Um, um, so I've really been working on my fastball, get it, get it straight and getting it hard. So um, we ended up losing, I think, six to four. Um, it was it was a very good game. We ended playing or we finished playing them in the uh, uh, third and fourth place game. Um, and so they are a very good team. Um, I guess for me, uh, my approach more on the box, I knew that uh, Velo was going to be uh, drastically different from, like, the stuff that we've been seeing prior to carrying. And obviously in high school season, you're not going to be seeing power arms. Um, living up north, um, you might, you're not going to see those 90s, 95s. So um, really just starting earlier it was my mindset starting early and moving smooth, smooth as quick was something that helped me throughout the whole weekend. Um, being early um, on hand separation and then prepare my load just um, a couple of ticks earlier because guys are coming with more velo and uh, better spin, tighter spin. So I'll say um, kind of breaking down the ABs, uh, my first AB, um, I took re two really good sliders um, that were a little bit outside the zone. Um, so I was up 2-0 and I got an outer half fastball and I smashed it, uh, line drive straight, um, straight to the right fielder. So I feel like um, one thing in carry that I kind of just checked off was 
just trying to get a couple barrels each day. Um, not really so much worried about the results. Just trying to stay on barrel, um, stay on time with um the the elite pitching that we we're seeing. So first day B, getting a getting a nice barrel like that felt good. And throughout the rest of the game, um, I saw the ball really good. I got walked twice, and then I flew out a deep fly out to left. So I feel like really the whole tournament and the first game especially, I was seeing the ball well. Um, and just like I was saying earlier, just the starting earlier, starting a couple of ticks earlier is just something that that helped me be able to put the bat on the ball against those higher level arms. Uh, for me, kind of that first day, I was, I got in, I got in earlier in the day, the day before, so I was kind of able to relax the day and do what I needed to do then, and got a good dinner, and then came into that day that Brayton was starting, and I, I was pregame, I did my throwing and stretching that I needed to do, and then I kind of did like a flat, and then like kind of like a short box off the mound to try to get my body ready, and then uh, after that, I was kind of just watching, and kind of watch, just watching the game, seeing how everything was going, checking in, help trying to help my teammates what I could, yeah. and just trying to be that yeah. player in the dugout just for that time. And then going into my start day, I was – I kind of thought I was going to be starting the first game against USA Prime National, and then I didn't end up. So I kind of didn't really do much the first game except, once again, just kind of be the person in the dugout. But then going into that second game, I knew it was my time to throw and I needed – put my put my team in a good spot so I kind of did all my usual pregame throwing and everything and then kind of had the mindset of they're not gonna really gonna beat me even if I don't have my best stuff it's a wood bat I mean they're not gonna be hitting home runs off me so I'm just gonna try to throw it in and really attack on them and then after the first thing and I kind of realized I didn't have my best stuff with my fastball so I really tried to play like my curveball and change up and kind of have a different mindset than I usually do in high school. I throw a lot of fastballs, so I kind of switched all my switched it up for me. Okay, so you know, day one there, you guys losing a close game to power. How do you guys flip that around to the next day? I believe you guys played USA Prime. I believe I know it was an early game. I don't know if it was eight ten a.m. But how do you guys flip that around? Bounce back from a day one loss facing a good USA Prime national team. You know, what's the mindset there? How are you guys bouncing back from you know that game one loss? Right, so we're down zero and one. Um, we and we have played one game, so it's it's rough. But um, just knowing that we. We still have a shot to go play one of the best teams in the nation and compete with them um, and then end up winning. Uh, gives us a real, real confidence boost going into the week. Um, so, yeah, like I said, um, just knowing that we can hang around any team. Like that game, we did not have our best stuff that we lost to power six to four, and we're still right there. Um, then we go and play USA Prime National, one of the best teams in the country, and we end up beating them, um, I think – by I don't even know how much it was, but um, just hanging around every single game. Our pitching keeps us in the game, and our hitting wins us games. So, um, so yeah. Um, I think we played really good, really solid baseball the first game. We just didn't have our stuff um, necessarily. The, or obviously, Brayton didn't have his stuff uh, as electric as he usually is. I'm a shutdown pitcher. So, we knew that we were obviously still an elite team in the country. That didn't really do it too much to our confidence. Um Knowing USA Prime is a top five team in the country, got a lot of high-rated players. Uh, it really, it really fired us up. Everybody was awake in the morning, ready for that game. Um, as far as like the hitting approach goes, uh, we came up, we we scored two two runs in the first inning. Um, JD Stein was a big was a big part of our success, getting on base, um, having quality abs, and so he he 
stopped the run in, I, I believe, and then I came up behind him, um, hit an RBI single. So that 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 big first inning really sparked um, sparked a, it really set the tone for the rest of the game, and we just we stayed on that wave, that high wave, and we ended up uh, beating them eight to three, I believe. So being a really high level team pretty convincingly is um, with a, they had a really a couple good arms, they threw a couple good arms at us. So being being them pretty convincingly is was definitely a confidence booster going into the next day. I think the really good thing for our team when we are like we lose a game like that the first day and then we're coming in to play a team like the USA Prime, no one really cares who the team is. Like we all know we're really good and we all know we can play with whoever it is, no matter if it's Kings National, USA Prime National, like no one really cares. We're gonna just go there and play the ball we're gonna play. Yeah. So I think that helps us a lot to just have that go with it, don't care mentality. Yeah. So, so Jaylee, you mentioned you, uh, JD Stein was there, you know, playing for you guys. I believe it was him. I think I saw Caden Kroll pitching there as well for you guys being a year older than those guys. How did, the, you know, how did they perform, you know, coming up in age group? I saw, I actually just saw JD today was talking to him about it, but um, you know, kind of take us through, you know, how those two guys played and kind of stepped up in big ways, obviously with you guys missing RJ, who was in the state finals. I know there's a couple other guys mixed in there too, but you know, how did those two guys and maybe anybody else who, you know, played up in age group, how did they, you know, perform and, you know, step up to, you know, playing for the Bulls 17U team? Right. So we're also missing uh, Bags, our catcher, and then um, Isaac Vanderwood, who they all, and obviously RJ, who all play a big role in our team. But um, that really didn't stop us. We have, we called up JD Stein from the 16U black team, and he's an absolute gamer. That's all I got to say. Like, he just finds a way to get on base, make tough at-bats. He gets down 0-2. It does not matter. He'll put a bat on a ball. Um, and he's a gamer. He'll make every single play in the field um, look really smooth, really effortlessly, um, especially for being how little he is. He's an absolute gamer. And then we also called up King Carl, who in after came and pitched the rest of the USA Prime national game. And he absolutely shoved. Um, I think – uh, got out of the bases loaded jam. Um, and so, I mean, he's a very good, both of them just helped in, helped in every, every aspect. Um, yeah, having JD hitting in front of me because I was in a three spot, he was in a two spot. Having a guy, uh, seeing a lot of pitches, um, really helped me throughout the weekend with pitch sequence. Um, kind of seeing, getting my timing with all speeds and stuff, him seeing a lot of pitches and uh, going deeper in AB, seeing a lot of pitches. Uh, it gave me, it might have gave me um some more pitches that I could see tiring down the pitcher. So having JD in the field making making all the plays and Caden coming in uh, a lefty power arm, I think they were they were two big parts um to some of our success down success down in Cary and, and it was fun playing with them. Yeah, JD, I love having him in the field. He makes every single play. He like he even made bobble a little bit, but he's got a cannon where you can just chuck it across the field and still get kids out. But there was so many plays that I maybe thought were questionable for some people, but JD just goes and gets it and gets the kid out. And then also for his at-bats, like he was seeing like six pitches or maybe even more. He was just seeing a ton of pitches. He'd get 0-2 and he'd foul like two or three or four off. He just did not want to get out and he just did play a big part in defense and offense for us. Yeah. So sa sadly, I've I've never seen JD play in person before. Obviously, besides Battle of Indiana, but 
tomorrow I get the chance to go watch him play for top tier for a game. So I'm pretty pumped to see JD. I think Ozenball's on that team as well for the week. But uh, moving back into USA Prime. So for Braden, Caden, I know you guys didn't pitch that game, but if you guys were to, let's say, pitch against USA Prime National this summer, you know, what would be that scouting report? What would be that approach going into facing that lineup full of, you know, you know, power five, power five bats? And then Jay Lee, I know you kind of dug through your approach there for that prime game, but kind of take us through what those ABs were looking like, um, you know, against USA Prime. Right. So they had 27 guys on the roster, and I think 25 of them are committed to power five schools. Um, and then two of them uncommitted for right now, but I'm sure that would change. I would I would think um to go fastballs inside, um, and sliders, sliders and curveballs and changeups off of that. Um, I don't think especially with wood bat, they're not going to turn around to turn around those fastballs inside. Um, especially those great hitters that they do have. So I'm working fastballs in, um, and then I'm working sliders back door, um, back door, front door, and then change ups off that. So that's just my mindset going into them. Um, kind of hitting approach, just a mindset that like, as we get older and as we see better, uh, better pitches with better stuff, um, knowing how to locate fastballs into uh, places where it's just hard to um, get a bat on. And I feel like when you get the pitch that you can drive, you just can't miss. And if you miss, then if you do miss that pitch, the, the bat becomes a grind AB for the team. Um, just trying to see as many pitches as you can. But I guess for me, just coming in a box, just trying to see the ball early, um, see the ball a long time, just not not missing my pitch and not missing those 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 mistakes that the pitchers make is something that that gave our lineup a lot of success. Um, hitting hitting balls, hitting fastballs earlier in counts, um, seeing seeing spin up and 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 the the spin is up than than hitting it. Um, definitely is something that helped us throughout the weekend. Uh, I think if I were to throw against the USA Prime National Team, I'd keep the same mental approach that I did for the game that I threw against Alpha. I felt really good in the pen and had all my stuff working, but then when I kind of got through the first inning, I didn't realize I had my didn't have my best fastball. So I think I'd just try to play all my pitches as well as I can together. Like Brayton said, throw it inside because I mean, I had I wasn't throwing it hard, hard, but I mean, I could still get in on most dudes, and then being able to play my curveball or play my changeup off those pitches, I feel like I have good enough pitches that I can compete with them just fine. Okay, so let's go ahead. Let's flip this order around just from Caden, Jay Lee to Braden. So, Caden, you just dug into you know how you're feeling there in the bullpen against Alpha Prime. Take us through that Alpha Prime game. You get there in the first inning, realize you don't have your best fastball. You kind of have to work off that. Take us through, you know, your outing there. Obviously, close game. You guys did lose one nothing. So, you know, a pretty much a pitcher's duel for that game. Take us through what that lineup was looking like and, you know, just how that game went for you. Jay Lee, same question. Take us through those ABs, the pitchers you saw from the Alpha Prime team. And Braden, with you, you know, not be, not playing that game, but, you know, in the dugout, you know, same question I asked Caden for your your game. You know, what's the energy in the dugout looking like? And if, if you were to face that Alpha Prime team, you know, what would be your scouting report on them? Um, So, like, once I got to the first inning, my first batter, four-pitch walk. And so then I kind of realized I got to get myself, my body moving better and kind of just lock myself in real quick and then, the leadoff walk was actually the only run of the game, but then that kind of few balls hit, kind of moved him. And but once I got through that first inning, I realized like, yeah, I don't have the best fastball, but my curveball was really, really good. And after that first inning, I realized those kids struggled with it really, really bad. So 
I flashed a few changeups, but I didn't throw a ton of them. But a lot of time I'd sit there and I threw a lot of curveballs. So it was kind of a different type of game for me usually because I usually throw a lot more fastballs. So I'd try to start them off, get myself ahead a little bit, and then throw a curveball, and they were just off of it. And then they even – I felt really good with it. So even a few counts that I was behind in where kids aren't expecting a curveball, I felt good enough to throw that curveball, and then it got a lot of swing and misses. Or like it was two outs, three-two count, runner on third, and a kid who hit a double, I believe – I believe he hit a double off me earlier. And I three two count. I threw that curveball and got the strike three on that. So I thought that was a really big thing, just to kind of being able to throw something that they're not expecting. Um, obviously in the SEC arm, I think he was committed to Arkansas. He had a really heavy fastball, high span ball, stayed up. Um, so my first AB, uh, he blew he blew the doors off me two fastballs. Um, and then I ended up working a couple more, and I ended up getting hit hit by a pitch. So I got on. I got on uh, my first AB. Um, I swiped it back, and then my second AB, uh, I got walked again. So I think I had three walks that game and then um, a fly out. So that whole game, I was seeing a lot of pitches. Um, really, I really didn't get pitched to that game. Um, more more trying to throw around me, um, seeing other guys. So it was just a, definitely a grind game for me, um, not chasing pitches out of the zone, taking my walks, um, staying within myself. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was a – uh, definitely a pitcher's duel. Definitely a pitcher's duel, that alpha game. Right. So my mindset going to that game um, or that day slash game, um, got to work on myself uh, before game. And then for, for the game, it's all about the team. Um, so before game, I'm doing exercises, doing my uh, post or post throwing, um, running, doing agility, sprinting, all that kind of stuff to get the body right to go pitch again. Um, if need be, obviously, I didn't think I was going to throw again that week, but and I didn't. Um, just getting myself ready for my next start. Um, but then during the game, energy was good. Energy, I would say, is a little tense. Just be, or It was loose and then tense. We just came off a big 8-3 win against uh, USA Prime National, and now we're playing. We get down one run in the, fr- in the first inning, um, and we play maybe the, the most chirpy team that we've played all year. Um, you don't really see, like, a lot of teams chirp in, uh, in summer ball, but this team was. But it wasn't even a bad chirp. It was, like, a funny chirp. You guys just took it the wrong way. The wrong way. Um, we got a little tense, um, and um, obviously Caden was shoving. Um, so all energy was good there, and we just didn't find a way to to squeak one out. So, so you know, during pool play, obviously you guys are competing there, but obviously going one and two. Um, I'm you know pool four or four teams. You know, what's the mindset there after that game? Because obviously you guys are going one and two. You guys are maybe thinking, okay, like we might not be making bracket play going one and two. When do you guys find out that, okay, you know, actually, you know, we're going one and two, but, you know, making bracket play, you know, I guess how did that all play out? Because that was one thing, you know, again, I'm following through social media all week. I was kind of confused on, you know, what exactly happened there, but, you know, kind of take us through when you guys found out, you know, you guys were still making it to bracket play. Right. So right after the game, um, we got group huddle, um, team talk, and none of us think we're making group bracket play. Uh, We obviously think that we're, gonna go go in and just playing for fun but um no um we're on the way we're on the way out of of the stadium and we get to the I get to the um to like where all the cars are outside and a couple of our parents start chatting it up and we're like damn we, we actually could we need USA Prime to lose this game and they were down like 
seven to six or six to five, I think, with a couple more outs to play. And so I think a bunch of the guys are watching it on YouTube. Um, just hoping USA Prime can lose because um, one, the power team that I faced the first day, um, they went three and zero, and then the other the other three teams in our in our pool pool went one and two. So um, just not giving up that many runs and losing close, like really close, um, I guess, helped us in the long run. Yeah, I'm sure. So you guys get a surprise, surprise bracket game against the East Cobb Astros. I think Nick Heitman was on the mound, threw a no-hitter. Um, so, again, you know, let's go from Caden, Jay Lee, to Braden. Take us through what that game was looking like, the energy in the dugout, knowing you guys, you know, are in bracket play, surprisingly. You know, just take us through that game. Again, Caden, Braden, what your scouting report would be on that East Cobb Astros team if you guys had to face them. And then Jay Lee, I know you guys did score eight runs, so kind of what that game was looking like for you on the offensive side of things. The energy for that game was really fun because – we came out hot starting that game. So it was kind of from the start. And after that first inning that Nick threw, I think we all knew Nick was going to shove that game. And he did not want to come out there in the fifth inning, but they ended up did taking him out. But that was a really great game from him. And that really kind of set the tone for all of us, especially starting the way we did. There was a few interactions between the other team's coach. There was a the other team's coach and one of the other kids got thrown out. So that gave a little more energy into it but it was it was interesting listening to them but I think if I were to throw to that team I don't really change a lot of my stuff for a scouting report I kind of just like to stick to the pitcher I am and try to get the kids out with the way I play so I don't really think I'd change anything for that um kind of on the hitting side uh in that East Cop game the the starter was a really whippy Really rippy arm. Um, I think he was 92 to 93 in that first inning. Uh, but he had some control issues. So uh, we were all just patient up there, taking walks, um, hitting, hitting, hitting hittable pitches, hitting hittable fastballs that he left over the plate. So uh, it's it's, kind of, it's really easy to score runs when a guy walks two, get a knock, score one, walks another one. It was just one of those games. He just didn't have his stuff. So really on, on the hidden side, we were just taking what the other team gave us. And, and obviously Nick threw a gym. So on top of his walks and on top of uh, – I think a flawless game probably on defense, probably no errors. Um, it's just it's, it's pretty easy to beat a team like that. Right, so we're coming in. Uh, I think one of the funniest moments of that whole tournament was just like uh, after that after that game we just lost uh, the previous day, um, a couple of the buddies in the group chat were like, damn, they, they messed up letting us in this tournament. So um, we're going to go make a name for ourselves. So, um so that happened, and then the energy was absolutely great. Um, 8 a.m. game, I think we we were on fire with those 8 a.m. games, so uh, give us more of those, please. Um, and then uh, Nick absolutely shoved, and then um, Ahmad Duff starting us off, getting on base, um, stealing second, stealing third, and then getting home. Um, just absolutely uh, fired us up the whole day. You can't forget Schwartz coming in, too, after Nick. Schwartz came in and shoved after that, too. Forgot, about, didn't forgot to say that. Okay. Oh, is it Aiden Schwartz, right? Yeah, he came in after Nick and shoved. 
Okay. All right. Well, I mean, from, from looking at all these box scores, looks like, you know, all you pitchers kind of, you know, shoved last week, but, you know, after putting that beat down on that East Cobb Astros team, you guys go on play Canes national slash Met scout team. I know they ended up going and winning the tournament, but you know, I'm sure that was a very competitive game. I follow again, follow along through social media, but take us through what that game was looking like the mentality going into, you know, you guys are in the final four, one game away from, you know, potentially winning a gold medal. What did that game kind of look like? Oh, that game, I think that game was really fun, even though, like, because once again, like, for the USA Prime team, we came out and didn't care who it was. We played Canes National last year and beat them. And I think it was, like, 5-3 or something like that. So we know we can come out and win this game. And we just came out and played a, a good game. It was three unearned runs. So, like, we knew we should have won that game. But there's just those three little – two or three little things that we messed up on that kind of gave them the game. But I think overall we kind of knew we played a really solid game and it was a game we could have won. Um, Yeah, definitely kind of piggybacking on what Caden said. Uh, the game came down to two plays, really. Um, about like a, a ball foul towards foul territory. Um, We dropped the ball in foul territory and we threw a ball away um, at second base. That, and they literally generated all three of the runs off those two errors. Off, yeah, so – they had three unearned, um, three three unearned runs. Um, so that just it just shows that if they're the 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 Canes Nat Natty or the the Mets guy, if they're the number one team in the country, then then we're right there. So um, I just feel like that was a definitely a wake up game for us, showing us that uh, we can compete with anybody. As you you can just go on Instagram and look at their lineup. They got like every person in their lineup is a, a top fifteen rated player in the country. So if we can if we can play a tight game like that with them, then we can just compete with anybody. And we and not, on top of that, we saw two crazy arms, two six five and a six seven arm that were um they were throwing pretty hard. So just yeah, just being in those type of environments is just going to help us when we get to these these bigger tournaments, the WWBA and the the Hoover tournament that we're going to go down to. It's going to help us in those situations. So I think seeing it early was was really big. Yeah, like they said, uh, just three runs in one inning just kind of hurt us, but uh, we bite, we bounced back and we um, scored the next inning and we looked like we have life, but we just couldn't get uh, two more runs and scratch them across. But um, right out the gate, I think we were, yeah, we were obviously the way team. Um, and we get Ahmad Duff on first base, leadoff walker, leadoff hit, hit by pitch, something like that. He steals second, steals third, and then a wild pitch right off the backstop. Um, and the catcher gets it, makes a play. Um, it's just like the little things like that that we – didn't catch a break that game you know what I mean so that hurt us but we're literally right so you got you guys end up losing losing to Canes National obviously like I said they go go on and win that championship the one game I actually don't even know what the outcome was I I I didn't even look it up was that bronze medal game I can't remember who you guys were facing take me through that game just a little bit kind of give you know the listeners a breakdown of what that game looked like and then from there you know kind of take us through what the next steps are for you guys in this summer again I know this is your 17 year summer busiest summer you guys are going to have your guys' travel baseball careers. Um, so just kind of take us through that and then the next steps for this upcoming summer. Uh, I think for that bronze medal game, we played the same team we lost to in the first game, that power team. And so we really kind of – we really wanted to come back and beat them. And at that point, we were getting kind of low on players. Like we had like two pitchers playing in the field and a couple of hitting. So like – I think it kind of hurt us that we got a little too loose during that game. 
like we played good, but we just had the part where we were a little too loose. And so I think, I think that was the kind of thing that got to us. But Jay Lee made a great catch in the outfield that kind of got everyone going a little bit. Um, So the last power game, it was kind of – I did not want to play that game. Um, Absolutely. Uh, everybody was tired. It was hot outside. But we did. We did pick up our – we did pick it up and play. Um, Coming to the end of the game, we saw – uh, a small guy walking up to the mound. Um, we thought we were going to see an easy arm, and he came out to 95. He topped 95 that game. So uh, it was just another competitive type game the whole time. Um, and like Caden said, I did make a, a nice catch. I saved a couple of runs, but at the end, we just didn't end up coming out on top. It was just kind of a flat game. Everybody wanted to get out of there. It was one of those. Yeah, yeah. So I think we, I think we scored two in the first inning, and we're like, all right, let's put it on them because we obviously lost six to four the first game. Um, and then after that, um, kind of a pitcher's duel. Um, Griffin Tobias out there, um, uh, pitching really well. Or actually, Simon, Simon Wilkinson starts it. Uh, Griffin Wilkinson comes in after that, throwing really well. Um, and I think we lost four to three, something like yeah, four to three. Um, and just another really close game. Um, yeah, as. <laughs> It's just so hard once you have those. I mean, JD Stein and Caden Crawl. I mean, Dylan Larkins all all couldn't be there for those last couple games. So, um, just not having them really hurt us. And then me and Chase Wagner going in, going out, going out to hit and play first base. Um, you just got to do what you got to do in those type of tournaments and try to scratch and crawl. But that's what we did all weekend, and we didn't come out on top that, those games. But going two and four on the weekend or on the week doesn't look that great. But you come home fourth place out of the 16 best uh, teams in the nation. So um, it wasn't too bad at all. All right. So final question for you guys. Obviously, looking past Cary, looking past the tournament you guys are at this weekend. What are those next steps for you guys this summer? Obviously, you guys still got, I know, WWBA down there in Atlanta, maybe a couple other tournaments. But, you know, what does the rest of the summer look like for you guys on a team perspective, but also on that, you know, personal pr perspective as well? Kind of take us through what this summer is looking like, you know, for you guys the rest of the summer. I think for us as a team, like our biggest goal is like just do as good as we can in these big tournaments we're playing in. Last year in Hoover, I think we made it to the final eight. And so I think for these big tournaments that we're going to, I think we want to really go out there and prove ourselves that Indiana's got some really good baseball and we're going to stick around and play with these best teams in the country in these big tournaments and really kind of prove to everyone that we're a team that can do that because we did good last week and carry so I think we're just gonna carry it over to all these tournaments we're playing with for the rest of the year but also just have a great time of our last summer playing with together some of the guys have been playing together since they started some of us are newer but we've all had a great time playing together so I think we're just trying to have the best year we can as a team and then kind of like personally I'm trying to get back to where I was in the winter during high school season I didn't really get to lift a lot and I kind of wasn't smart about my throwing. So it's mainly taking care of my body and getting my body back to where I was because I feel like that'll help me a lot, helping me. Like I'm trying to get to a spot where I'm getting looked at for, like I have people watching me. That's kind of my goal for the end of the year to know I'm on that radar. So I really is just taking care of my body and treating myself as good as I can to get my body ready and everything. Um, so for me on the individual, on the individual level, um, I know our Braden, me and Braden, 
um, have been some of the guys on our team that uh, talks about the MLB draft for 20, 20, 2024 class. So I just want to solidify myself as I'm a premier outfitter in the country um, in terms of the draft. And um, just just one of those those guys that uh, people look at when they, when uh, premier outfitters are in discussion. I want to be one of the names. So just just keep solidifying myself as uh, one of the top outfitters in the country is obviously a personal goal for me. Um, just keep building on what I've already did. And as for a team, I just we already have some of the best chemistry in the country as far as uh, uh, teams, because we obviously we're everybody from our team is from Indiana. So we're all friends with each other. We're not pulling guys uh, from all over the country to go to these big tournaments. So um, I just feel like if we hone in, hone in on um, all the talent that we do have and all the all the spark that we do have, I feel like we shouldn't lose another game this whole summer. And that's me personally. That's my goal. I really don't want to lose another game. doesn't matter if we're playing Kane Scout or whatever, whoever we're playing. I feel like we have enough to beat any team that we step field, step uh, place on the field on. So I just feel like as a team, we should just go into every game trying to win every game and every tournament that we're in. That's that's my goal as a team. Uh, as a team, I just want to finish out the season strong. Um, keep playing with the buddies since I've been or that I've been playing with since fourteen. You, um, last summer with these guys, so it's gonna be very hard. Um, leaving them, um, leaving all all the good memories and hotels and all those kind of things. Um, leave all those things by, but um. Yeah, as a personal kind of goals, I kind of want to, um, obviously, yeah, what JD said, but um, just keep keep better, keep getting better myself. Um, the draft's not tomorrow; it's not the next day; it's still another year. So you know what I mean. Um, and then uh, there's a couple more events that I that, that are coming up that I really want to excel in, and um, just be the best version of myself. So yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, guys, that's that's the final question here on this carry breakdown. You know, obviously. As you guys go through the rest of the summer, best of luck. You know, as you go through to WWBA, all those different showcases as well. I'm hoping you guys do the best, you know, represent the state of Indiana. But, you know, again, thanks for coming on the show. Again, I know you guys have, you know, a busy summer training and stuff like that. But thanks for coming on the show and best of luck the rest of the summer. And, you know, as you guys go on here these next couple of years. So. Hey, thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank, thank you for having me. Thank you.